1: Welcome to the Home Fire.
0: (laughs) I'm Tony.
1: I'm Peggy.
0: And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part time
1: in a small trailer,
0: looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts.
1: We are both home.
0: Yeah, but that's only going to be a few days.
1: Well, well, that's true. But at least the next place we go is going to be together. We're heading out tomorrow for the International Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta.
0: Absolutely. So we will be there for almost two weeks, right?
1: Yeah, 11 days, 11 nights.
0: And we are crewing. So we're going to actually be part of the ground crew, as it were. We have two balloons that we're crewing for.
1: Yes. We're crewing for the good morning sunshine. And then on some days it will be the high top flyer, which is a gigantic sneaker. Yeah. <laughs> this is, balloon. They have
0: so apparently this year at Balloon Fiesta there is an exceptional number of special shapes, they call them. So like Darth Vader and this giant sneaker and they have a cow, which was my favorite Yeah, two years ago when we went. So should be interesting. But yeah, yeah we're crewing. And of course, obviously, next week's podcast, you'll never guess what it's probably going to be about. Probably going
1: to be about the Balloon Fiesta. Now, if you're interested in getting a little preview, last year at this time of year, right at the beginning of October, we interviewed a pilot who sadly is no longer with us. And a crew member, I feel like we talked to three people, but off the top of my yeah. head, I'm not remembering, but I know we talked to a pilot and a crew member that's a friend of mine, so we'll probably try to find a similar interview to do at this year's Fiesta maybe our own pilot that we're working for yeah
0: that would be awesome maybe one of the opportunities when you're crewing is if the pilot likes you and there's the opportunity right you might get to go up in a balloon if that's the case I'm going to implore our dear Peggy to go up and bring I'm the going. recording equipment.
1: I'm going up.
0: <laughs> if you're looking for last year's podcast about Balloon Fiesta, it is podcast episode 171. And naturally, we're going to put a link in the show notes well, to that. Of
1: course, yeah.
0: As much as the Balloon Fiesta is obviously about.
1: Balloons. Balloons. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> it's also a huge RV event. Yes, it's it is. Very popular for RVers.
0: It is also, we're all camped completely off the grid. So there are no services. Well,
1: where we are, there's no services. Part of the camping experience does have services. Oh, it does. But mm-hmm. where we will be, will not.
0: Okay and of course you know what we'll be using we will be using the power of the sun thanks to our power package on our rockwood mini light 2205 and if you would like to harness the power of the sun for your rv we know some people and in fact i got to speak with them last week and we got a gadget from them that we'll be talking about in the future but they really just do a great job of putting together solar and lithium systems for RVs that just work. We've heard from so many people who have issues with their solar and lithium systems, and it doesn't have to be that way. So right. ABC Upfitters, they use Masterbolt systems which come out of the marine industry. And you know when you're out on the water, your tolerance for failure is pretty darn low. Right. Because you never know when, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow is going to be with his pirate (laughs) ship coming your way. And and if your solar and lithium system doesn't work right, you're in Davy Jones. You're in deep water. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, if you're looking for a solid, reliable system for your RV, whether that's just battery replacements or a whole entire elaborate system, the people at ABC Upfitters are really great partners in this. They put together systems that just work and so you can give them a call at 574-293-9399 again 574-293-9399 or there's a link on the web page of our podcast where you can just go right to their website and and they're really good people to talk to and they can also interpret from solar nerd to normal <laughs> yeah. yeah, they actually speak normal English. They so. do. Good people.
1: They speak Solar Nerd and English. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of a cool deal.
0: One of the places that we also used our ABC Upfitters power package. Was at Lisa McDermott's house when we visited her in the past. That's right. In South Dakota and camped on her beautiful property. And we have her back again this week talking about RV safety and keeping your rig in your own possession. Right. And so without any further ado, let's turn to Lisa and find out how we can keep our RVs. We're with someone who we always enjoy seeing and mooching camping from their house (laughs) and our favorite South Dakota tour guide. And just a wonderful person who is also the vice president of operations at Girl Camper, the world famous Lisa McDermott. Hi, Lisa.
1: Hi, Lisa. This officially makes Girl Camper way above and beyond our most frequent guest. Wow.
0: (laughs) We're so honored. Thank you. Well, you you keep coming up with these great reasons to share things with our audience. And that's what happened this time. You wrote an article for little guy trailers about securing your small camper from theft. And we all have heard and read of situations where people, their campers have gotten stolen So we thought, oh, this is a great thing for people to know. So that's what we're talking about today.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: I so appreciate it. And I have to admit, this wasn't really something that I thought a lot about. But then my new little guy, Micromax, is only 1,800 pounds. And so it did give me a little pause to think about how easy would this be for someone to steal? Mm -hmm. And it really hit me when I have a friend, Lynn Doom, who... She has a, a tiny teardrop and we don't have a lot of theft per se vehicle theft where I live out here in the beautiful black Hills of South Dakota, but she had parked her, her adorable little teardrops while it still was attached to her Jeep at a very nice golf course in rapid city, ran across the street to visit her mom, came back out, pulled forward without checking to make sure her camper was still attached because why wouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. And heard it bang to the ground. And sure enough, someone had tried to steal her trailer and this was in broad daylight and something had scared him away or whatever but yeah they had unhooked her trailer it was still hooked to the chains and so that's kind of why it banged to the ground but that really was eye-opening to me that i, I need to take this seriously
1: yeah and
2: what were some things that could be done to really secure your camper and it's a lot of different things i have a lot of different tips that i suggest but I recommend doing as many of them as you can.
1: Right. Yeah. There's not there's not really a lot of overlap like do this or do that. A lot of your list is all these things can be done and as many of them as you can do coincidentally, they're gonna add to the safety and security. Exactly.
2: Because it's really about slowing the, theft, the the thieves down. They're looking for something that they can they can snatch and grab and go quickly. Right. So if you have a lot of anti theft devices or have major campers stick out, they're going to probably move past you and, and go look at something else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. They may still want to steal a camper, but if yours is the most difficult to steal, it's yes. less likely to yeah. get stolen. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's go over some of the things that you shared in your article. And of course, you'll also find a link to that article and a link to Girl Camper on the show notes of this podcast episode, which is 223. Yeah. Stresslesscamping.com.
2: Wow. Congratulations I on know. that. Thanks. <laughs> I can't
0: believe we've been doing this for this long. So thank you. So what are some of your awesome tips?
2: Sure. So the first one is, you know, look for a secure campground. Find one that's well lit. It doesn't look sketchy. It has a nice office. Does it have a gated entrance? Does it have surveillance cameras? Does it have on-site staff? Those are really going to be very helpful if theft is a concern. Mm -hmm. You know, we do a lot of boondocking out here in South Dakota. But again, theft isn't necessarily always a huge issue. But if it was, I would would be wanting to look for a secure campground, one that I felt very safe in. So that's kind of a a starter place.
0: Right. That's a good point. One of the things, as you're choosing your roadside assistance, if you do have a towable RV make sure that they not only will tow the tow vehicle, but will bring your trailer or towed RV along as well. Because we know of a case where roadside assistance took the tow vehicle that had broken down and left the trailer and someone
2: stole the trailer right off
0: the side of the road.
2: That actually happened to one of our girl camper former guides. And while she did have the trailer coverage, the tow company, It didn't send out two trucks. Mm -hmm. They just sent the one truck out to get her tow vehicle. And then she had to leave her camper along the side of the road for the next tow truck to come. And it didn't come till maybe the next day. And by then her camper was gone and it's never been recovered.
0: Yeah, that's where I remember hearing that story. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's may not be something you think of, but as you're choosing your roadside assistance, choose carefully. We have Peggy wrote a really good article about RV clubs, and that's a component of some of those. So,
1: right, the ones that have roadside assistance,
2: yeah, yeah. right. And roadside assistance is so important. And there's other things to think about too. Is if you have pets, they may not let your pets ride in the tow vehicle in the tow truck. Oh. With yeah. you, we kind of run into that when our Sprinter van broke down a couple years ago, and we had our two dogs with us, and uh, that was going to be an issue. Yeah, uh-huh. what, what would we do? Leave them in the van to be towed, or right? Luckily, some friends came and got us and, oh. and took us back home. But that was something that the roadside assistance people had mentioned to us. So, good roadside assistance is is really important. And something to also keep in mind with roadside assistance is that they're going to call the towing companies that they've contracted with. Mm -hmm. And it's not like these, these tow companies have a huge fleet of towing trucks just sitting around, right? They're usually out on other jobs. And that's why it does take hours to come to where you are, especially if you're out in the middle of nowhere. So if you do break down, you just need to be patient. You need to know that things happen. You got to roll with the flow. And you may be sitting there overnight waiting for somebody to come. And that just happens. It's not that you have a bad roadside assistance program necessarily. It's just the nature of doing business, especially in today's world where we're all short of staff and help. Right.
1: It just takes longer to do things. Someone that we talked to was on the side of the road in their rig for three days <laughs> waiting for help. Someone that we talked to.
0: Yeah, in like Wyoming or something.
2: Yeah. I know when our van broke down, we, it was there overnight. Luckily, it was in a rest area and it was attached to a horse trailer. So it was not something that was easy to steal either one of them. right?
0: (laughs) All right. So back to that article that you wrote. The second thing.
2: Quality locks. So a lot of people don't realize that the locks that are on their camper are usually keyed the same. If you have a camper from manufacturer A, and I have camper from manufacturer A, our keys probably work on each other's camper. And a lot of people don't realize that. Same with the baggage compartments. Yes. Those keys are pretty universal. You can buy them anywhere. And so it's pretty easy for people to get in there and and get your stuff. So switch the locks out. Something that I really like is one of those keyless entry locks. They're easy to install. I've got even a video on Girl Camper on how to install them. And then you can plug in your own code to open them. And I like them too, because then if I ever forget my keys, (laughs) uh, I can usually get into (laughs) into my camper. So quality locks.
1: Yes, we have a video that the first time we put uh, the RV lock, the electronic lock on our camper was because I had locked both the door and the deadbolt and then lost the keys. So we had no way in. And so (laughs) he showed how easy it was to, and I mean, that means it's, not impossible for someone to open your door, even if you have that lock, but they've got to use a drill and make noise and be obvious about it. So if you're on the side of the road, that's a little more obvious. Well,
0: and as a former RV dealer employee, I had that master key that I could unlock anything, but I could not unlock those.
1: Not deadbolts, just any door.
0: Right. I could unlock Mm. your baggage door. I could unlock your door door, but I could not get into the ones that had the keyless entry so i i completely huh. agree. there's and plus i mean keyless entry another nice thing about it is if you go hiking or bicycling or whatever you don't have to bring keys with you right you get back to your yeah. rv and just beep 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 and yep. you're in
1: yeah exactly
0: keyless entry i completely agree what's next
1: and wait but the, oh. and keyless entry sorry on not only the door but then they make a lot of different styles of lock that have a combination for the baggage doors, and we are on our third order because we keep ordering the wrong size to <laughs> replace our baggage <laughs> door locks.
0: Yeah, but the, yeah, the like RV lock, for example, makes baggage door combination locks as well as do a bunch of people. Lots on of Amazon. companies.
2: Yeah. The other thing too to think about is if you've got an expensive external surge protector. You know those things are five, six, seven, yeah. eight hundred dollars. You want to also have a lock around that too, kind of like a bicycle lock mm-hmm. type thing yep. that will secure that because those are definitely things that these look at yeah. and love to swipe and go pawn.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's such a great thing to have. And you're right, you need a lock for that too. And they all have a little thing to put a bicycle lock on the
1: yeah, like a metal them, tab so. with a hole in it that you can put the cable. Yep. Campco
2: makes a great lock for the surge protectors. It fits huh. really well, right okay. through the little,
1: the little tabby thing. Okay.
0: Good old Camco.
1: <laughs> and speaking of locks, you also want to probably lock up your trailer tongue so that someone can't just stick their own ball in there and drive away with it.
2: Exactly. And now
1: this is where I really
2: want to stress. You want to use more than one locking device, because if you search the internet, there's a lot of videos out there on how to get these tongue jacks off or the tongue locks off. Mm -hmm. And thieves know that. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they have the internet too.
2: Yeah. Just using a tongue lock alone, you really want to invest in then probably a wheel lock also or mm-hmm. a boot device. But having both again is going to really slow down the thieves from, you know, wanting to to try to swipe your trailer. Right. So, a a good tongue lock, a good wheel lock/boot slash device, great idea to have. And they're small, they're easy to to transport with you if you've got limited storage like I do in my my little guy Micro. They're inexpensive for what it would cost to replace my trailer. Right.
1: For the security that you get. Mhm. And they're also
0: a visual deterrent.
2: Right. Yeah. They come in usually bright colors, yellow, red. I know Little Guy sells one in their teardrop shop and it's bright red. Mm -hmm. That makes a huge thing too because thieves are going to see it. So they're going to just hopefully keep moving on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: If the trailer does go away, what any other ideas?
2: Yes. Get a little GPS tracking system. Get an Apple AirTag get one of those. I can't think of the other names of the other one because I only use AirTags.
1: Right. We have talked before to WearSafe GPS and that's basically what it is, is a little tag that you can hide in your RV somewhere. And then it has, it does have a subscription unlike the AirTags, but if you aren't (laughs) an Apple user and you can't really use the AirTags, something like Mm -hmm. a WearSafe or any kind of, you know, I always call it LoJack, because that's the the old fashioned one that was out first for cars, right? And something that gives you a warning if something moves and it shouldn't have, or as our friend has one on his dog's collar, and every time he drives away <laughs> from home or the camper, it says, "You forgot Zappo." Yeah. <laughs> oh, Banda needs that.
0: And the Air Tags are so easy, right? I mean, it's if you're in the Apple Ecosphere.
2: So easy. I think they run $29. There's no subscription, which is the other thing to look for. You don't want one that you've got to necessarily be paying a monthly subscription fee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love the air tag. And then you want to hide it somewhere in your camper that thieves aren't going to think to look at. Uh, Maybe you've got like the back of a drawer or a little coffee cup sitting somewhere, but you want (laughs) to stick it somewhere where it's hidden and they're not going to see it. And then what that allows you to do is, yeah, if your camper gets taken, you can pull that up on your, your phone or your your web or whatever. And you can see um, pretty much where it is. Right, I have a set of AirPods that somehow somebody else now has them. Uh-huh. And while I can turn them off, <laughs> I can see exactly where they are. And this person goes to Deadwood quite uh. often. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep thinking one of these days I'm going to stop at their house and ask right. for my AirPods back. I don't think they were stolen. I think I probably left them somewhere. It's a great feature that yeah. doesn't cost anything. So, yeah, absolutely invest in a good in a little GPS tracking system so that you can keep track of where your camper is at all times.
0: Yeah, we, we agree with that, too.
1: Yeah. Next on your list is to use motion-activated lights. And I'm going to say I use that indoors a lot because if I wake up in the middle of the night, I don't want to be turning lights on to fire. Find- find my way through the house or the camper. And we also have them (laughs) all over the outside of our house. Motion activated lights are great because they're not constantly on and annoying you or your neighbors. But if there's motion and there's movement and somebody walks up or an animal even walks up and the light pops on, that is likely to scare whoever or whatever And have them move on and not stick Mm -hmm. around.
0: And then you can get solar motion lights that are pretty small. And, I mean, I'm looking here on Amazon. You can buy several of them for 30 bucks, and they just stick to the side of the camper.
2: Mm -hmm. We have a lot of those around our property. And, again, yeah, they weren't very expensive. They're solar. They've been up for probably four or five years Mm -hmm. now and they still work great. And it, just what you're saying, Peggy, you know, have some stuck around your camper. If you're at a seasonal site, yeah. stick them around your site, and they will not only alert you to some some motion, but they'll also deter someone yeah. from poking around yeah. your camper and your stuff. So, again, another inexpensive way to help protect your camper.
0: Yeah. And this next one is free, and I love it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Get to know your neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. So, if you're camping... You know, be friendly to the people next door unless they look a little sketchy then maybe find a different different site. <laughs> and be careful what you share with your new friends until you're really sure yeah. that they're
1: friends. <laughs>
2: exactly. But you know, campers are some of the friendliest people out there and it's nice that we kind of have I think this camaraderie, a lot of times of just kind of looking out for each other. Mm-hmm. I was recently camping up at Dalton Lake and decided to leave my camper there for a few days and come back. And the gentleman, I had never talked to him, never met him. I, he, he wasn't even from South Dakota. When I came back, he was so concerned that I'd left my camper oh. by itself. But I had the wheel lock on it. I had everything locked down. So I, I wasn't concerned. And I'd made friends with the camp host who i parked right across from. So I knew I was okay. But this, he'd made a point of You know, watching out for my camper, and then just kind of cautioned me for for leaving it, and I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, you know that he did that, but yeah, get to know your neighbors; they're a good deterrent, and and reciprocate. Right, you know, if if you see someone poking around their stuff or taking their stuff, let them know. Get pictures clandestinely (laughs) (laughs) of of anything that's happening. Get to know your neighbors,
1: or be silly like I have done, and my friend Suzanne just did recently, and run out screaming at them. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Which is not always the best idea. I'm really yeah. not saying you should do that <laughs> because you don't know who those people are and if they're armed or if they're, you know, crazy or whatever. But uh, my friend at home heard someone out in her laundry room and went running after him <laughs> and yelling at them. They put everything down and left. I don't know if and that's
0: such a good it's idea. It's not a
1: good idea because you don't know who they are yeah. and what, you know, what kind of retaliation they're going to have. But. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just when you think there's a limit to crazy, you find out, no, no, it's not. But that
1: (laughs) clandestinely, you know, quietly call 911 or get some photographs if it's not a 911 emergency and help what you can, but don't put yourself in danger. Yeah. Good point. Very good point.
2: So So my next tip is my most favorite one. I I was going to say, this is pretty
0: (laughs) darn cool.
2: (laughs) And you guys know me. I love color and live in color. Yes. Decorate the outside of your camper. You know, make it your own. Don't leave the manufacturer's normal designs up. Put your own stickers, your own bumper stickers. Do whatever. Wrap your camper. Make it noticeable. Because again, the more it sticks out, the less the thieves are going to want to take it. Yes. So every one of my campers, I have completely not only redone the insides of them but i always redo the outside of them so i definitely make mine stick out
1: that doesn't mean you have to do what tony always wants to do and take off every swoop and swirl but (laughs) add your own swoops and swirls or flowers or frogs or (laughs) well i wonder
0: if it's a good idea if you have a website or an instagram that you don't mind sharing as a public thing right to put that on the outside put your sticker on
1: the outside yeah like girlcamper.com. Right. Yeah. Or com, Right. Mm-hmm. But anything that, like Lisa said, anything that makes it stand out from all the others that look, that originally all they look, they all look the same, right? They're not going to make everyone with different decor on the outside. So you've got to make it look unique enough that if it's stolen, you can identify it. Well, it's the only one out there with a big stressless camping logo on the back. Or it's the only one out there, whatever, whatever. And also, I just had this thought if someone's driving that had stolen it and then someone uses the QR code and says, Hey, I saw you on highway 27, you can be like, Oh, now I know where my camper is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: But you don't need that because you got your air tags. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. But in case air, the air tag is somewhere where there's no internet or Wi Fi. Yeah. Lots of spots on Highway 20. I can think of that.
0: <laughs> Boy, ain't that the truth?
2: But also decorate things like your coolers. A few years ago, we did have a big theft, um, literally in a one-day time period out here in Black Hills, where like eight Yeti coolers were stolen from multiple campgrounds. Oh man! And what they were is they were just they're just plain Yeti coolers, but those are expensive, easily pawnable. So stick stickers. And All because, over your, yeah, your and because we know Paint someone them.
1: who's had a generator stolen, add generator to the list. <laughs> yeah. Make it Great. yours.
2: <laughs> Very good point. Very good point.
1: Or again, lock them down too. Yeah. All those things that someone can just pick up and walk away with are particularly subject to bad stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any other tips?
1: There's some other things too that you can do that are,
2: are again, going to slow thieves down. Put your stabilizers down, leave your slide out extended, make sure your windows are locked. Again, anything you can do to make it more difficult for those thieves to take your trailer, just do those. Make it hard for them so mm-hmm. that they don't want you and they're just going to move on to somebody right. else.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, that's a really good summary is, you know, if you if there's 10 campers in a campground and yours is more difficult to steal and also very unique, they're going to go to the easy targets. So don't be an easy target.
1: Right. It makes me think of that funny thing. Like if there's a bear chasing you, you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than your hiking partner. So (laughs) (laughs) if there's a thief, you don't have to be the safest. You just have to be safer than everybody else. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Those are awesome tips. Thank you, Lisa.
1: Yeah. Um, Thank you guys.
0: So I had an idea. Every week we do a RV of the week and I had one that I was going to do, but maybe you could tell about your trailer because they're also sponsors of Girl Camper. So why not have you be the RV, you know, tell your story about your RV as the RV of the week.
2: Oh, great. I'd love to. So I'm a brand ambassador for Little Guy and they make several different models um, of teardrops. And I have what I now would consider kind of their middle size. It's the Micro Max. It weighs 1,800-ish pounds, which is perfect for someone like me who has a Jeep Wrangler that only has a 3,500 towing capacity. So I'm well within my limits of that. I love my Micro. It's set up for boondocking. It's equipped with solar and lithium. I can go off grid. It's got it's got a lift to it, off-road tires. But what is really special about this is it is garageable. So if oh I had a garage, which I don't <laughs> technically <laughs> cuz my husband has taken it over. <laughs> I could actually put this camper in the garage, which is really cool. But what makes that special because you're probably thinking, so what, a lot of tiny teardrops you can do that. Those little tiny teardrops you probably can't stand up in. I can stand up in mine.
0: No kidding.
2: Yeah. It's got a short queen-size bed in it, which can also convert to a nice size dinette, but (laughs) I don't eat in my camper or cook (laughs) in my camper. (laughs) So it's down as a bed. It has a small twin-size bed also that is also a second little two-person dinette. The new ones are all coming out with built-in cassette toilets, and it has a sink. It has a two burner stove it has a little refrigerator has a microwave it really has all the comforts of bigger rvs it's just in a smaller package and i just love it
0: i think little guy also does a good job of build quality with their trailers
2: they do a lot of dovetail construction in their doors or drawers they use i believe hickory and asdale for their walls it's just a really nice solid construction and they're one of the few campers that if you look at the front of them and this is a common on a lot of little guy campers. They have windows that are actually rounded. Oh yeah, they're very, very cool. Very cool. This is kind of the middle size. They now have a new one called the Shadow that's even smaller, oh, and that's wow. kind of your more of your traditional tiny teardrop has a, a garage kitchen on it. But then they also have larger models, the Mini Max and the and the Max. So if you're looking for two people that still want kind of a smaller trailer but won't, don't want to get into the size of a big bumper pole or a big fifth wheel the max is a great one and it's full of a lot of features on it but i'm just in love with my little micro <laughs> it's it's, I, it's my little grab and go camper because it's so easy to hook up and just go right
1: right
0: and it's not taller than your jeep right it's about the same height
2: perfect size yeah it's it's not taller than my jeep which is so funny I don't know if I showed you this picture last week, Tony, when we were together at Open House, but there was a person parked in front of me with a bushwhacker, and then I parked right behind them, and they, I think, had a truck, and their bushwhacker, which is another teardrop model, was probably a foot or two higher than their truck, and if you looked at the profile of my Jeep across the micro, it was was almost even. Huh. Great for gas mileage in that regard and not catching the wind. Mm-hmm. When I tow it, I literally hardly ever know that it's back there.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was kind of getting at is if it's the same height as the Jeep, it probably is not a huge impact on your fuel economy when you're on the highway.
2: Not really. That's not really. so that's cool. Nice.
0: And I'm looking at pictures here. It's pretty cool, all the all the features. I like the front windshield pops up. And it's a dual pane window. And then it won RV Pro Best New Model of 2022.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, I, like I said, I just love it. <laughs> it's got tons of storage.
0: There you go. So our RV of the week is the Little Guy Micro Max.
1: Well, Lisa, thank you for spending your time with us today and helping us all figure out how to keep our own RVs safer and telling us about your little guy. We sure appreciate it. And we can't wait to have Girl Camper on as a guest again. (laughs) Right. Oh, absolutely. Our
2: pleasure. And we love being on your podcast.
0: Yeah. And it was great seeing you and Janine last week. Always a pleasure.
1: Thanks, guys. Take care. All right, well, that was really good information. There's a couple things on there that we don't already have, so we might be running to Amazon after we're done here and buying a couple of Lisa's recommended security Oh, I can think of a few things, Yeah. yeah. And speaking of that, I want you to know that I had a little bit of trouble finding our shopping list, our recommendation list on our Amazon page, so I redid it. I made a whole new page, and so we'll put a link to our new RV Basics wish list in Amazon and it has pretty much the same things that it had before but I updated a couple things there were some things on there that we have found that we didn't completely love and so I updated to things that we like better and so We will put a link to that affiliate link, and just know that if you use the link off of our website to buy something on Amazon, we get a penny or something. You know, we don't get a lot. It doesn't
0: change the price you It doesn't change the price
1: to you. You don't pay that penny. So we just appreciate it. It just helps us a little bit. If you're going to shop at Amazon anyway, if you'll go to our page and link to the Amazon link and buy. It doesn't have to be things off of our list. If you want to go buy anything off of Amazon and you want to do it through us, that helps us. Yeah.
0: So thank you.
1: So Lisa gave us a review of an RV for the week, but Tony, I think you probably last week saw some gadgets you might want to talk about.
0: You aren't kidding. During, let's call them the pandemic years. Okay. The RV industry was very slow in the innovation department. not They didn't stop, but because they could sell every unit they could make, there was no real incentive for innovation. When I went to open house this year, that is absolutely no longer the case. I saw so many neat things. For example, our buddies over at Lippert have anti-lock braking systems now for towables, fifth wheels, and travel trailers. There's an anti-lock braking system that they have, and they're initially coming out, I believe, in grand design products, but that will change. you know. Eventually, that'll go throughout the whole industry. Not to be outdone, Our friends at Dexter Axel have also come out with an anti-lock braking system that has not only anti-lock braking functionality, but it also tracks the mileage of your trailer. And so it's got even more features. And it was originally designed by Bosch, which is a German company. So that is coming out on some Heartland trailers. And I'll have reviews of those coming up. Back to Lippert again. They own a company called Furion, which makes a bunch of RV electronic stuff. So, like, they make microwaves and air conditioners and that sort of stuff. Well, they have come out with a new air conditioner called the Furion Chill Box, oh. and this thing is so efficient and so modern and just truly an exceptional air conditioner and the RV air conditioning world really hasn't seen a lot of innovation. Truma did come up with a unit that I'm kind of drooling over that my friend Mike Sokol got one of. This Furion Chillbox may be as good or better than that Truma. Hmm. I'm still looking for more information and I've reached out to everyone I know at Lippert except Jason himself, and who knows? Yeah. But I'm determined to get more information on this. But it is, for example, it comes with a little remote, and let's say you take that remote to the bedroom and tell it, hey, I want you to follow the remote for the temperature. It will. So it'll keep whatever temperature you set in the bedroom. Then if you move to the living room, it'll change the temperature in there. It's it's really neat. It's extremely efficient, it has dehumidification. It's got a multi-speed compressor. It's what we've needed, especially as more and more RVs are going with solar and lithium systems. Oh, what else did I see? Uh, Lippert again with Furion. They have a convection air fryer microwave now. You can just see and feel the innovation the and innovation. excitement yeah. in the RV industry. And I have a ton of RVs that I, I'll i be reviewing so stay tuned. A lot of them, some of these floor plans are fantastic that I saw out there. So kudos to the RV industry for really listening and also doing a lot of things that it's like, wow, I, I never thought of that. So there you go.
1: All right. So last week, we didn't have a new question of the week. Oh, that's remember right, We had didn't. that really short episode. Slackers. And Tony was out and I was here. And anyway, so we had two weeks to kind of get answers on our question of the week from two weeks ago, which was, how do you find campsites? Now, I'm just going to kind of read kind of all the answers, not all the words, but all the answers. And I don't think we're going to trip up on any of them. I think we've talked about pretty much all of them, but just in case, if you hear something you haven't heard before, raise your hand. (laughs) We're watching. Campendium, Harvest Hosts, Hip Camp, KOA, Trip Wizard, Good Sam, Recreation.gov, Reserve America, KOA, Trip Wizard, Campendium, RV Parky, Passport America, Google, Trip Wizard, Campendium, Google Maps, Harvest Hosts, RV Parky, Campendium, Allstays, Google, Google Earth, Trip Wizard, RV Parky, RV Parky, KOA, Elks. Oh, yeah. If you're a member of any of those orders of whatever fraternal organizations, organizations, they often have camping. Trip Wizard, Harvest Host, Allstays, Trip Wizard, Harvest Host, Recreation.gov, Google Maps, Campendium, TripWizard, Recreation.gov, TripWizard, RV Parky, Allstays, Thousand Trails, Military Fam Camp for anybody who's in or has been in the military, Harvest Hosts, Campendium, The Dirt, Word of Mouth, Campendium, and Google Maps. So we heard a lot of what? Campendium? Yeah, a lot of TripWizard, Recreation.gov. I'm trying to think of the ones we heard the most. And kind of the ones we heard the least, like the one time, Elks and Thousand Trails and Fam Camps, the military one. So if any of those were brand new to you and you hadn't heard of them, let us know and we'll look into getting you some more information. We really appreciate that you all gave those answers, and I have all those apps. I've used all those well, all not those the military, different methods, not the fam camps. well, except the fam camps. We don't we can't do the military, but thank you all very much for responding to that. And this week. I do have a question of the week, but it's going to stay up for a couple of weeks, even if we come up with a new question, because it's a little project that we're working on. (laughs) Yes. Do you want to be part of our Halloween episode? Yeah. We ask that you call our voicemail number and tell us your spooky or scary campground story. And if you will call us at 707-739-6661 and leave a voicemail with your story, and maybe we'll put your story in our Halloween episode.
0: Yeah, that's uh, our Google voice number, 707-739-6661. And And
1: we will put that number in the show notes, but also it is tagged at the top of the Stressless Campers Facebook group as kind of the question of the week.
0: Yep, that's where you can weigh in on, on where to find camping, ask your camping questions. It's a really fun, friendly group, and the people have... Just been outstanding at keeping it that way. But we would love to hear your. We want to hear those Halloween stories. (laughs) I don't know if you know, but we do a once a week email newsletter, which is completely, absolutely, and totally free. Free. So we only haunt your email once a week.
1: But when we do, we have links to stories, videos, and podcasts that will help you get the most out of your RV experience.
0: Yep. And if you'd like to sign up, just join us at our home on the web at stresslesscamping.com. And under the hamburger menu, there is a contact us and you can just fill it out and know that we never share your information. We never have sponsored posts. None of that. It's just the goofy stuff that we think of. Including this podcast that right. we share with you.
1: And if you signed up for that newsletter in August or September, you know that you were entered into a contest. And so you should, everyone should read this week's newsletter, but especially, particularly if you are a new member, you should look in that newsletter for your name and see if you won the tire changing kit. Yep, from, from our Airgear. friends at Eric
0: here. So yeah, we are announcing that in this week's newsletter. Of course, you'll find the show notes for this episode,
1: episode number two, two, three
0: on the podcast page at stresslesscamping.com. And you know what else is there? Are discounts and deals for the best deals on the things you'll need on your Stressless Camping adventure.
1: Or just life in general, because there's that Amazon link.
0: Yep, there you go. <laughs> and of course, we are in all the social places, but you can start at StresslessCamping.com and from there, jump off to your favorite social place to be, because we're there too.
1: That's right. And of course, if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping podcast... It's free to subscribe on any podcast catcher, and we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. Indeed,
0: indeed. And did you know that a review will help others find this podcast? And, of course, the more listeners we have, the more deals, discounts, and better guests that we can get, and that's what's in it for you.
1: We do appreciate all of the reviews. And also, if you have already reviewed. If you find something that you think other people would like, please, please feel free to share anything you see on Facebook. If you see something on our website, you can share it on Facebook. You can email it to your friends. You can call them up and read the website <laughs> address <laughs> whatever it takes if you can get someone else to read something that we wrote yeah, you we could appreciate put it, it on a
0: hot air balloon and fly it in the balloon fiesta I mean
1: you could light a fire in the backyard and send up smoke signals we don't care how Gosh, you get yeah. the word out but if you do it we appreciate it <laughs> we sure do
0: <laughs> well with that it's always a pleasure to be here with you thank you so much for letting us join you in your ears and most of all